Hey everyone, you're listening to InfoQuench with Jeff and Amy. We're chatting about how to get the most out of life and covering a ton of interesting topics. So there's sure to be something for just about everyone. Let's get to it. Hey everybody and welcome to InfoQuench. I'm your host Jeff. And I'm Amy and this is part two of our procrastination episode. We got to it. We did. It doesn't sound at all like we just restarted this same podcast episode three three times. times. Three times. That's not procrastinating. That's just getting it right. That's just getting it right. We are uh, perfectionists and we've got a, a special interview here this evening with Charlie I brought up a little stool next to the two chairs, and he's part. He's a he's our special guest. So whenever right. he go, meows, then that's uh, that's what he has to say. Yeah, if you didn't get it by now, Charlie's a cat. That's Charlie's why our he, cat. That's yeah. why he'd be meowing. That's right. And <laughs> I want to talk about a couple of things from the last episode. So if you didn't catch part one, be sure to catch part one because we really, you know, dive perhaps into... you were too busy laying bricks. Yeah, that, that's the, the whole thing. I. <laughs> repeatedly talked about laying bricks not understanding the dual meaning that's nothing Uh, to be ashamed of it's comedic element you brought it i do know what laying bricks means i just wasn't thinking of it at the time as i was saying the words of course not i mean nor was i thinking about how to pronounce rigorous rigorously rigor rigorously rigorously rigorously. that's right that's right some words just don't slide off the tongue as easily there's many words that i stumble over like seriously thanks for making me feel better honey yeah no i'm right there with you and we talked a lot about the eisenhower matrix for prioritizing and in case you didn't get my uh description of the quadrants and such be sure to check out our instagram uh and twitter facebook find infoquench on all three platforms and you can see a picture of that matrix and how you can use it to prioritize so let's get into our quote for this episode Part two. Yes. So as promised, I'm going to start each episode with a great quote. This one is by Karen Lamb. She's a writer out of Montreal. And the quote is, a year from now, you will wish you had started today. And I yeah. love I love that quote. I love, you know, whether it's you're putting off an exercise routine or riding a riding a bike. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm in. I meant to say writing a book. <laughs> writing, writing a book. Riding a bike. Writing a, a brick. But I mean, if it, you, it's amazing how fast the days go by and before you know it, a year had passed. Uh, and if you had started, you would have accomplished quite a bit in that time frame. There's so, nothing that fills you with more dismay than when you look back and thought, oh, I should have started that then and then I could be here now rather than being nowhere. That's that was a great paraphrase of the quote. Was it? It was. Um, I okay. loved it. All right. So a year from now, you will wish you had started today. And before we get into the content for this episode, I want to talk about Lyme disease quickly because May is Lyme Disease Awareness Month. Uh, I don't know when you're listening to this episode, but if you're listening to it in real time when we well not shortly after we release it, it's still May, and yes. you'll hear about. Um, very prevalent in our province of New Brunswick. Right. Lyme disease is very prevalent here, and I think in a lot of places throughout uh, you know, North America, and particularly in the New England area. But regardless, we just want to talk about Jeff found a tick on himself. Yes, that's right. I did. He, we were, you know, we like to go out in the woods and go for hikes and stuff, and he found a Bit of tick. a hitchhiker. Yeah, and he removed it, and he went and got some antibiotics to make sure he doesn't contract Lyme disease. I, wouldn't, I don't want that. We'll send it away for testing just because it's a great way for uh, you know, researchers to collect data yeah. on, on where the prevalence is. So if you're in the neighborhood of where we're recording out of, St. John, 
New Brunswick and uh, Lyme disease is in your area, just be aware of it and be diligent when you're out and go out and enjoy the, you know, the great outdoors, but make sure you check yourself for ticks when Absolutely. you come back. I, I'm a big proponent of that now. I always was, but more so now. Yeah, I guess there's ticks in, in a lot of other countries too. They just don't all carry Lyme disease. Yeah. So this episode, we're going to, going to get into doing. So we talked a lot about the planning and how procrastinators love to plan. So now we're going to talk about the doing, which I think is the most important part of overcoming procrastination and included in this will be a very simple tip was that was really a game changer for me. So stay tuned for that. I just want to mention that a lot of the content uh, from these two episodes on procrastination came from waitbutwhy.com, which is just a great blog site. I love it. I encourage you to check it out if you aren't aware of it already. I will have to check it out because I have never been there. It's really good. Yeah, a lot of really good, valuable information. I think so. Well-researched, just entertaining, they're witty. No, I don't think they 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 missed out on the tick part. Yeah, So tick (laughs) tock. It's not that procrastinators don't like the concept of doing. It's just that they are people who often like instant gratification. And laying bricks (laughs) doesn't give you that instant gratification. (laughs) So let's break it down. So when you start a task... I mean, that's really the most important thing, right? It's all, they always talk about the most important step is the first one. Yeah, it's committing. And in the middle, when you get into the process of doing it, the ideal is to get into flow. Have you ever heard of someone talk about flow? Yes. Yes. I feel like that's get, one of those new I get the flow words. when I'm working with art sometimes. I just get into that zone. The is paint, that what you're talking the about? Paint is flowing. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, that's yeah. exactly what it is. The it's paint like, is more than just flowing my my like creativity creativity subconsciousness people are like engaged productive yeah all the consciousnesses all the consciousnesses (laughs) you lose track of time i remember i would get into the flow studying for exams it was always hard to get through that first little part of you know getting started but once i would get into it i could study straight out seven nine hours um you know i take a quick break for a snack and i all my exams I studied for that way, usually one or two days max. Um, I knew that I had to put in seven to ten hours. It was pretty consistent per course when I Did was in university. Did you memorize everything when you studied? Is that how you study? Do you memorize everything, like page by page? Or do you just remember, the, remember all of the... I just remember the important parts that are going to be on the exam. Okay. Because I could never figure out what was <laughs> going to be, be a, on the exam. That would be more than a 30-minute podcast episode to talk about how I study. Yeah. Wow. I mean, there's so many different ways people study. Divulge all your secrets. <laughs> but definitely the flow is a great thing to get into when you get into that zone. And then, you know, finally, when you're at the end of the task, you get the happy ending. <laughs> oh. The, oh, yeah. I was waiting for you to react to that one. See if you were actually listening <laughs> to me. The ending. That's hilarious. You know, but it's it's satisfying to finally accomplish something, to get it done. Yeah. So, you know, when we talk about procrastinators, we talked a lot about what are some of the traits. And, and a big part of it is just spending hours thinking about a task, dreading it, hating yourself for not starting it. And that's, you know, just getting over the hump. Yes. Just not even being able to get started. And then... Kind of like us with hanging pictures on our walls. I know. I know. I look around. We talk about it all the time. We've got all kinds of things that need to go on the walls. But we have plaster walls. And I know we talked about this before, but it's just not easy to just commit. That's all. Well, yeah. There's a fear with plaster walls. I just picture... Crumble. I think there was a you movie... Feel, you picture them just crumbling. Well... One, one <laughs> like, hit of the nail and... Or whatever. And a great and, big piece is just going to fall out. Yeah. And our world is going to fall down around us. Wiley Coyote style. 
this is why Disney. we have pictures just sort of propped up on shelves and against leaning against walls and such. But someday, someday we'll take the plunge. Yes, anyway. I think maybe after this episode, if we, we really should stop procrastinating with that, we because... should get those pictures hung. Yeah, and, and perhaps post a photo of a picture being hung instead of using just the pre-existing nails and screws that are in the walls to hang it wherever. <laughs> You can. Another thing procrastinators uh, have a hard time with is even once they get started, they just have a hard time getting focused. So, you know, you might take long breaks. I talked about taking quick a quick study break just to get something to eat. But sometimes you get into longer breaks. You get sucked into social media, television. Um, anything. I talked anything, about cleaning. Really. A lot of times people will try to focus on being productive in other ways. Yeah, And then they'll just do everything but the tasks that they're supposed to do. I do recall doing that. And then as the deadline approaches, they panic and they get it done. Um, I think about kids doing homework on the bus. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Like the, the kids that would pull out and they pull out their books and they'd actually be doing homework that morning. Copying so another student's homework. I know. I actually went to university with somebody who would just ask to copy my notes. And you let them? Um, sometimes I did, yeah. Yeah. I did because it, the notes really weren't going to give them much, you no. know? If you're not. Although I can imagine you took both copious and very accurate notes. Well, you're, you're damn right I did. <laughs> you know me well. Figured. I'm going to get into... Uh, the definition portion. I mentioned that I wanted to give a definition every episode. So this one, I'm going to ask Jeff if he knows it. Oh, goodness. Okay, let's go. Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. <laughs> oh, goodness. Is that the word you wanted to use? No, but this is a non-swearing podcast. We decided to do that, so. <laughs> non-swearing. Vacillation. I think you'll know this one. Vacillation? Yeah, vacillation. Is it like... Is it like... Uh, or to vacillate. Is it like, uh, you know, the, the pumping of ideas? I don't know. Well, and you know, I actually looked up how to pronounce this because I part of me wanted to say vaccilate yeah. instead of vacillate because I was thinking of vaccines. I think they're just embedded in our brains. Mm -hmm. But vacillation is actually just the... Um, it's the lack of ability to decide what to do. Okay. Or so the act of, ch of changing often between two opinions. And I, I was like completely wrong. <laughs> So if I was going to use it in a sentence, you could say, um, the confusion about the project has been made worse by the vacillation and indecision. <laughs> or her mood vacillated between hope and despair. So I think it's a great it's word. It's the inability to make, make, to a, make decision. a decision. And right. I love that word. I think it's a great word for what procrastinators often suffer from. So how do you fix it? Well, the first thing is just jump in jump in put away all distractions and get started and just get going for some, you talked about this last episode that you you know felt bad for kids nowadays because they're on their devices and there's so many distractions pulling them in but i mean and i mean how many times do people go to the library or go to a separate space to do studying or to focus on a task or you go down for instance to your art hole yeah to get focused on doing your art so part of it is you know get into that area where you can focus to minimize distractions and you know it sounds simple but oftentimes those distractions give us feed our, our need for instant gratification it pulls us away from the task at hand so take that step and step away from all the fun stuff yeah <laughs> and, and uh and go to where you need to be to get the task done and next up, I want to talk about the most important thing to me that was a game changer. Ooh. And it was, it's the five second rule. 
So Mel Robbins wrote a book. Um, Mel Robbins? Yes, Mel Robbins. I know there's a lot of Robbins authors, Not isn't there? The other Robbins? Yeah. No. Anyway. Okay, good. <laughs> None of the other So Robins. he wrote a book. What was the book called? She. Um, or she, sorry. I think it was a she. I read the book and I can't remember. And, and it was called, the, it was Five Second Rule. Okay. And I think there's a TED Talk on it too, if you want to look it up. But it's really simple. And it's all about just, if you have something you need to do, you just need to physically make the decision, move toward starting to do it within five seconds or your brain will just kill it. Yeah, that's true. It'll come up with excuses to not do it. Yeah. That's what my brain does every moment of my whole life. (laughs) 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 It's pretty much how it works. Although, would you, you've known me a long time. Would you say that I'm a procrastinator? Absolutely. Yeah? Yeah. Like all the time? Well, most of the time, yes. Okay. I I would. Interesting. Okay. Do you not think of yourself as one? I did. I I didn't actually. When you bring up the ice cubes and if you heard the previous episode on part one of procrastination, we talked about a standoff that we had about ice cubes that were in the freezer with one ice cube in each, and it lasted about over a week, I think, where right. we just kept those. Anyway, like we well, both procrastinated you, there. I think that did you wasn't, notice the counter full of dishes out there? That wasn't necessarily. Yeah, but I'm not that bad at it i have been lately but i'm not usually that bad at it i'm usually pretty jeff good. and i have a deal and his job is to empty the dishwasher and my job is to fill it because That's i'm right. very particular about how the dishwasher is filled but it's pretty easy to empty it and get them i guess i am a procrastinator right although only <laughs> things i don't want to do so when there's dishes on the counter when there are when there are piles of dishes on the counter you know that the dishwasher is still full of clean dishes because when it is empty I immediately put the dishes into it. But you have your days too. My confession, yes, I'm definitely a procrastinator at times too. A lot of it happens in my own head. Yeah. And this is why the five second rule is so important to me. Five second rule is important. It's kind of like when you drop a piece of food on the floor, you got the five seconds to eat it too, right? <laughs> the other five second you know? rule. So she really, uh, Mel Robbins talks about, you know, if you feel yourself hesitate, you should actually. Like just count down five, four, three, two, one, go and just move. Go ahead and do it. Do you do and that? I do this particularly in the morning. So when my wow. alarm goes off, I jump out of bed. So like, you're not like a it, like it, snooze so person anymore? No. Okay. Well, you know this. Well, well you don't I mean, know you this. don't do you just that. know that by the time you came home, I've already worked out and you, you don't do stuff. that on the weekends. You don't. No, <laughs> you're not a snooze I, person. Well, the weekends are for weekend. Yeah, you like to sleep in. <laughs> I but, do. I don't, I don't see what your routine is like when you first wake up in the morning. Well, yeah. if I was snooze button it, I'd but. still be snoozing it when you got home from work. Right, right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but That's anyway, funny. it's, uh, no, but I, I definitely, if I sat there and thought about it for even a minute, I could think of a million reasons not to get up and work yeah. out. I you're could really be like, good at that though. You're really, you're really good. Once you set your mind to do something, you totally stick to it. Well, it's just it's just tricks, right? It's just tricking myself. Yeah. I don't know if, you know, it's... Tricks are for trick kids. I need to in, learn. <laughs> trick yourselves into to getting up and doing it. So, like, for me, if I, I put off something to later in the day, it just never... Like, later is never. Mm-hmm. Later will never get done. Yeah, and you're a list maker, too, so you keep your tasks in order, and I don't. And if, it's just... If I had more self-discipline, I could be one of those people who, you know, hits the gym after work or something. But by the end of that, I would have thought of like, oh, I've got to do this tonight. Oh, yeah. I'll be too tired. All these different reasons. First thing in the morning, super easy to get things done. But yeah, five second rule with anything. If you're debating whether or not to get started, whether you're trying to send a difficult email or you have just, you know, a home project and you're wondering about, don't even think about it. Just 
make the move stand up move toward it get it started and whatever you do don't take the five second rule and make it into a 150 second rule because then it just it, it'll just steamroll out of control <laughs> yeah yeah that's exactly right keep that's it at a, five seconds that's when you take your nap yeah so so a lot of times too what will happen is you get started and roadblocks will pop up and that'll be the procrastinator's easiest way to stop what they're doing yeah yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, if you if you give yourself the opportunity to talk yourself out of doing something that you don't want to do, and you don't do the five second rule, you're not going to do it. So you really just you have to push through. And the more you push through, the further you get along in doing something, you just you feel good about it. It's the same. I'll use the analogy again of um, or the example, I should say, of working out, you know, once you're there, you're doing it. Most people aren't going to stop halfway through. You know, you've already got the yeah. momentum built up. So and would you say that people basically just need to people who can't do what we just discussed need to learn self-discipline? Well, or just tricks. I mean, I think, I think self-discipline are just small habits. Uh, yeah. it's, it's just small habits that we do over and over again. And then that becomes more who we are. Because that, to me, would be the reason why someone wouldn't do these things, these five-second rules and, you know, really kind of attacking a task is because they just don't sometimes they don't have the self-discipline or the or they just don't care they just don't care if they, they don't wanna, care they're probably they want to do something different you know they're probably not listening to an episode on how to stop procrastinating no one procrastinates like, from things that they want to do that they enjoy no one if they if you enjoy it you're not going to like waste time doing it no that's true and so when you get into a task and you're kind of starting to accomplish things you you get past a tipping point and you just feel really good about the fact that you're working on what you need to work on and when it that tipping point uh becomes really awesome is when you get into the flow we were talking about that blissful feeling i love the flow and that's when that's why persistence is like a critical part of being successful and finishing a task mm -hmm. is that you can get to that tipping point and then just finish finish it up get her done um you know, it's, uh, <laughs> I was just thinking the next point talks a little bit about bricklaying and, uh, Oh, let's lay some bricks, <laughs> you know, and, and, but your, your ability to win, you know, to get uh, things accomplished in life, it's very specific to the struggle of laying bricks, <laughs> Lay, <laughs> laying a brick day after day is it, that's the core of a procrastinator's struggle to gain control over the world. You got to keep yourself regular. And there's one way you can truly beat procrastination. You just you need to show yourself you can mm -hmm. do it. You can't tell yourself. You need yeah. to show yourself, and that's just taking that that step and making the move to get her done. So there's some specific tips from Wait But Why that I love that you can use to help you on your journey to stop procrastinating. And one of them is just to really try to internalize the fact that everything you do is a choice. It's all within your control. Yeah. And whether you do or don't do something is completely up to you. So if you're choosing to be somebody who accomplishes things, somebody who checks things off the to-do list, then, I mean, that's a choice. Choose to be that person, and that's the first step to becoming that person. Yeah. Um, that goes beyond like, you know, things that you do or you don't do in your life like that. That can go to your emotional stability as well. If you choose to get angry at something that somebody does, then that's your choice. If you choose not to, then, you know, you don't. Well, a I, lot of people just don't really know that they have a choice and they just react. I don't know why I'm talking about this, but that I no, well, it's a it good kind of it's a good point. I mean, we do have a choice. I think people forget that you know you have you have agency to to be able to do those yeah. things to make those decisions for yourself. I had a mentor um, early on in my career who talked about 
somebody that he knew who said that he just made he made a decision at one point to always have a good day that he was never going to going to get up on the wrong side of the bed right that every day was going to be a good day yeah and obviously there's certain things that will happen but he consciously made that decision to start his day that way and that became uh you know how he approached life and it just made his days joyful i find that when you when you point out to a person that's ha- that starts their day on the bad foot you realize you, you you discuss it with them and say, look, you're not only ruining your day, you're ruining my day. Right. And that's, that's, that, that comes from like a story in my, in my past. Like not, is it the service New Brunswick story? No, no. The service New Brunswick story. No, service New Brunswick is like the, for other people in the, in the other listening from other parts of the world, it's like the DMV department of motor vehicle. It's a place where we go uh, here to go and get things like driver's licenses renewed and such. And yeah. Jeff had a day where he went in and a, a man was giving a... She, he was being so incredibly rude. He was just like berating her and like saying, why don't I come in here if I can't get what I need to get done, done or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And she's just being very, very like cordial. I'm sorry, sir. I don't know what I can do to help you and blah, blah, blah. And what did I... I can't remember what I said to him. I, well, I think I was, it was exactly what you just said. Okay. Just like, because you're having a bad day. Just because you're mean. having a bad day doesn't mean you have to ruin everybody's bad day. Right. And it was like out of a movie, seriously, because a few people actually clapped. Really? <laughs> a really? few people actually clapped. Yeah, I, like, not like, you know, loudly and not like emphatically, but just were like, hey, wow, good for you speaking up. Oh. Which was kind of a funny thing. And then he pulled out a knife and tried to stab you. No, that did not happen. That did not happen. He just laid a brick. That That's happened all in he did. Stand By Me. There was a story in Stand oh, By really? Me about that. Yeah, where, oh. where a guy tried That's to break up a fight. And, yeah, it mm. is one of my favorite movies. I don't know if people can hear all of the cars. I have this theory that in the springtime, people just get super excited about their motor vehicles. Yeah, and it's <laughs> raining out too, so it's extra loud. Whether they're driving so. their motorcycles or their cars, they are just rip tearing tearing I grew up in the country so I'm used to it and yeah. there's something you know I'm sure it just does not bother our listeners to hear well no I just I was just it doesn't bother me I just wanted to share my theory yeah no it's a good theory it seems as though people like to play their music roll down their windows I know it's a thing it's a thing you imagine them rolling down their windows and playing that song like there they are the boys in the bright white sports car (laughs) and Jeff's actually doing the arms in the air Doing the old-fashioned yeah. roll down the windows. Now it's just a button. I, I know. <laughs> yeah, a, I am. I'm doing the whole, like, you're just, crank. You're doing the, the crank, little, yeah. window crank. Now you just, it's not nearly as satisfying. Dating myself. Let's get into some methods to help you defeat cr- procrastination. So uh, some eh, of the methods. Whatever, just don't don't bother. <laughs> just just procrastinate. End of end of podcast. One of it is just, to, one one method is to tell, <laughs> tell friends, family members about whatever it is you're trying to accomplish. If you have a goal or whatever it may be, and ask them to hold you to it. Or even just telling them sometimes is enough to force you to stay to it. So Strava. Right. Strava so. is a uh, an app that allows people to track their runs and walks and things like that. Right. Um, a lot of people, I you know, on Facebook, and I know Jeff shared, his, a lot of people share their workouts that way to keep themselves accountable. Or yeah. they'll just maybe post pictures of themselves at the gym or they may announce that they're planning to quit smoking, and uh, they do all of that. It's just a method of accountability. It is. It is. Um, and I've lost faith in it, in a way. But because uh, I think I can get the same thing uh, for free. So I'm going to quit my Strava 
Because no oh, one ever... to, are you talking about I'm like you're, you're no. like over there focused specifically on the Strava app? Oh yeah, is that what we, you got this out of that? What I'm thinking about right now is the Strava. <laughs> it wasn't very beneficial to me. I mean, it was great to keep track of my runs and stuff, but it wasn't uh, it, w- it wasn't like the whole community aspect that I expected it to be. Well, I'm sure there are other apps, but the idea around that tip is just. <laughs> <laughs> to make yourself accountable by telling so let us the know family about whatever it is. Whether or not I should just download you know a great app, though, my, for Jeff. Keep so, my Strava or not. Let us know. sitting over here no, I'm just ruminating over, <laughs> over Strava. Uh, another is to create a sense of panic. So we talked about people who love that hard deadline. So some people, it might be announcing, you know, a launch of their website. Or um, for us, you know, we talked about reformatting our podcast in the new year. So it forced us to you know, get a little bit more streamlined and in we our did. content. We did. We got her done. Um, the way it works for me with deadlines, and I don't know if it works this way with you, but like I like to have 75% of my uh, project or whatever it is I'm trying to do completed and then really stress about the last 15%. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah. What do you do with the 10% after that much? Oh, well then, well, whatever's left. I can't do the math right now. I'm <laughs> thinking about all the things I have to do. You're thinking about Strava over there. No, no. <laughs> I don't know what I'm thinking about. (laughs) But, you know, well, here's a good example for me is when you have, sometimes if I'm like, oh, the house needs a really good cleaning, then particularly during the pandemic, because you don't have a lot of visitors, but you just invite some of your bubble people over. That's what we call them here. We let it go to seed. People who are, you know, we have like a, a, uh, you know, a select group of people that we spend time with um, rather than going out and and socializing with the masses. We keep it, keep it close, keep it safe. But sometimes you just, you invite a few people over to your house and it forces, it gives you that hard deadline to get that good old cleaning done. There was one day we cleaned all day, pretty much. I know. We cleaned all day. Almost all day. It was great. We even got the boy to work. Yeah. <laughs> the boy to work. Put some uh, Swiffers on Charlie. We didn't really do that. No. Um, should have, though. <laughs> so I mentioned minimizing distractions, and that's definitely a big piece. Like, whether it's just turning off your TV, in, you know, for an hour or two in the evening so you can focus on whatever task it is. If your phone is a major distraction... You can put it on airplane airplane mode. You can even actually... You can even put it in the garbage. <laughs> you put it in the garbage can. You could throw it right out your front door. That's right. You can throw no, it off the bridge. It, if you're worried about missing a call, you can put settings on there so that you turn off your notifications or, you know, just mute it and you only have incoming calls, uh, you know, that'll ring. So A lot of people, me, I feel, big... can juggle, like, the calls and the texts and stuff and, and study and work and do whatever they need to do, right? Wouldn't you say? Well, multitasking used to be something that was very valued. It was mm. valued in the workplace. You would see it, you know, that would be what people would say. I'm right. a great multitasker. But it's sort of moved away from that to say if you're going to do something of quality you know quality content quality work you should focus on that one thing right and, yeah, that makes sense actually and uh and get, do away with the distractions finish that one thing i mean you wouldn't be watching it. a tv show writing a paper listening to the radio and playing sudoku at the same time yes i i mean i don't know anybody can do that yeah you don't picture like beethoven was busy Mm-mm. i don't know yeah, no, he, he was focused Knitting a scarf while also trying to compose great masterpieces. Yeah, you never, you never know. Or laying a brick. You never know. <laughs> Shakespeare is like, you know, checking his email in between. Thou art lay a brick. <laughs> Gosh. Another way to keep yourself accountable, lock yourself in financially. You know, maybe it's a non-refundable deposit to take those uh, lessons that you were putting off or for gym membership. For more recently, uh, we... 
I surprised Jeff with buying a domain for uh, his uh, website. What a thoughtful gift for my birthday. So we wanted to build a website for his art, to sell his art, because he had been getting a lot of requests through DMs and such. So we wanted to do something a little more official. And, you know, just buying that domain and was the first step for us to, to get it moved. And we, you know, we've been, we got quite a, we're quite a bit along the way. Yeah, check out, check me out on uh, Jeff McClendon Art on Instagram, and then and then eventually the, the and then eventually the website. The website That's our once commitment. Finished. We should give ourselves a deadline. Um, we're working on it tomorrow. We're not progressing tomorrow on it, are we? No. Okay. I guess ultimately, you know, aim for slow, steady progress. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the podcast. Something that's deeply ingrained, like Seriously. procrastination. Like the podcast, it doesn't change all at once. It's, it's been uh, slow moving, and then and then you know you're just constantly gaining a little steam and getting a little bit more listeners. Over a hundred episodes in, we're yeah. I mean, you know what though, we do it because we have fun with one another, right? I mean, primarily, and then if other people want to be along for the ride and enjoy it as well, well, that's a bonus. That's right. It's all about the art of conversation. Right. <laughs> the mul- you know, and this is a perfect example of not multitasking. Right. So we, I'll just, we just put that out there. Yes. So whether it's, you know, the author who writes what page a day and has written a book after a year, um, you know, the person who spends, focuses, you know, a half an hour, a few times a week, and after a year, they've noticed that their health has improved greatly. All of those things are the first step. And it's just, it's a slow and steady progression. So going back to part one, I talked about a quote, don't focus on getting from A to Z. Don't focus on the finish. Just start with A to B, which is the first step. But eventually learn the whole alphabet. (laughs) Yes, that's right. (laughs) Eventually make sure you learn the whole alphabet. And the takeaway for this one is simple. Simple. Stop calling yourself a procrastinator. Yeah, don't do it. It's when we label ourselves, it's what we become, and we continue to do the same things over and over again. You're not a procrastinator. It does not define you. You're a person. That's (laughs) You are a person. You are are a person listening to this. You're a person. And... You know, and you must labor. It's not just calling it. <laughs> Sorry, not, I, I can't. It's not just calling. I promise it. I won't bring it up again in any other podcast. But I just had to get it all out in this one. The what laying, was it? I don't even. Bricks. Oh, the laying the bricks. Yeah, yeah. So whether you're calling yourself a procrastinator to someone else, or if it's just your own internal dialogue, it has great impact into what your actions are. So stop doing that today. Yeah, Start stop calling yourself it. a doer, somebody who's productive, somebody who gets things done, and you'll be surprised at how much that becomes. Think of uh, something reality. you got to go and do. Do it, and then let us know you did it. Thanks. Thanks for listening. <laughs> bye bye. Bye bye. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out past episodes and subscribe to keep up with what's new. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts. And why not leave a review? You can also follow InfoQuench on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Till Til next time. time.